month. He had food and shelter. He'd blocked up entrances and had nailed desks over the windows. He slept in a cluttered science lab, room 12. The room contained bolted-down workbenches, so he knew he had protection because they would have to weave their way around to get at him. He sat down. Everything ached, and he was so tired. Sam wasn't the tidiest of people. How on earth did a long-distance lorry driver end up like this? Left discarded were empty beer and food cans. Newspapers were sprawled all over the floor, with haunting true headlines reading, Cannibals are everywhere, and the dead walk the earth. Early articles contained stories of murder, mutilation, and loved ones living with deceased relatives. He thought back to when it first began, in his town of Farmore, recalling a big story about old John Williams rising at his funeral and biting his wife. After an examination, John appeared to have no pulse. Old John was taken away never to be seen again. Further shocks came when his wife's bite became infected. The doctor prescribed antibiotic medication, but she showed no signs of recovery. Soon she was on a drip in hospital. Then one night she attacked a nurse. Both nurse and patient were removed in what was reported to be a government vehicle. The epidemic had quickly become a worldwide problem. Panic was all over the television. The zombie monsters from countless movies, comics and video games were now real and at your front door. The officials came up with all types of explanations. A bug, a gene, a disease, voodoo. They also surprisingly fast came up with solutions, vaccines, drugs and gases. However, none worked, and ironically, a financial killing was made. The military even bombed populated areas, but that just made things worse. Sam didn't want answers or solutions. He just wanted it to end. He knew the only way out was death, but even death was not what it used to be. It was too late for that. The people, that is, living people, were in the minority now. Sam fell asleep, dreaming of the lively beer commercial world that once was. At first light, the sky was a pale orange and dew covered the town. Through the ghostly mist, a woman appeared dressed in tatty army combat clothes, armed with a machine gun like an extra from an action film. Jane Reed entered the eerie town named Farmore. She entered a modest semi-detached house. It was her house, which had been long abandoned. She picked up a broken framed photo. It was of her and her parents. She began to weep and shudder as she gazed at her blood-smudged bay window. Jane stepped back out into the street. She was exhausted and at the end of her tether. The people and place she had once loved was now hollow and empty. Why? she asked herself. Jane had studied hard at university. She academically stood out from the crowd, and once she finished her degree, she was headhunted by many government agencies and began working for military laboratories on stamina-inducing programs. They then moved her on to a top-secret project, making studies of dead cells and tissues. One team of scientists worked to regenerate the dead cells. This feat was accomplished. Now it was Jane's team who were delegated to separate the regenerated dead cells and execute each one. Within weeks, she found out why dead cells needed to be destroyed whilst leaving healthy cells unharmed. After this genetic breakthrough, Jane had saved herself from the same fate as her now-deceased work friends. Her first encounter with the dead was when a general, who Jane assumed had died of natural causes, opened the security locks 
and made his way to the surface of an underground bunker. The guards didn't stop him, putting the general's sluggish walk to tiredness or drink. Then all hell broke loose. Hundreds of the vile and ugly creatures burst their way in. Bullets were only useful if the brain was destroyed or severed from the spinal cord. These creatures were fragile and without a good sense of balance. She had read this carefully in briefs and had seen it on horrifying training videos. Using the information to her advantage, Jane escaped from the death-infested base. The street seemed deserted, and she thought she had come a long way for nothing. She whispered, Hello, without realising it was a whisper, because she had not spoken to anyone for a week. She walked further down the street, and this time shouted, Hello, anyone! Her voice echoed. Then she filled with dread. A small boy walked out of a doorway from a distance.